Welcome to This is Kingdom. This is Grace. This is Tal. This is TJ. Today, we are going to be talking about the talk Ministering by Elder Garrett W. Gong. And the good news is you have literally the ministering master giving True. you, like starting you off, like getting you going. Like there is no one better. Just so you all know, before I even met Talon in real life, like we all met each other at an orphanage in Mexico. Before that, literally a year before that, maybe two years, I'm not great at time, We, I was on my mission and I had heard about you. Oh. I had heard the name Talon Savage on my mission because he ministered to one of my companions and it changed your life. Wait, so, that's actually really tender. Just so you know. You're learning from the master right now ministering about ministry. Legend. Like legit, it was the cutest thing. Should I say this? I will. I'll gas you up a little. Like we were talking and I was like, we were talking about ministering and I was like that, like, I feel like we're not like, like getting it. Like maybe like I'm struggling with it. Like I wish we could teach this better. Da, da, da. And she's like, oh no, let me tell you about someone. And she's like, his name's Talon Savage. And I was like, okay, tell me about him. And she's like, um, it was her freshman year of college. And she was like, he ministered to me and he brought over strawberry ice cream all the time to make sure that her freezer was fully stocked of strawberry ice cream. And this is what she said. She's like, you know why that's ministering? And I said, why? And she's like, because even if he wasn't there, the strawberry ice cream was. And I knew that either he would show up or he would be there like through the strawberry ice cream. So I always felt like someone was there for me. Mm, that's so tender. Yeah. So that's get ready. Right there. Get ready, Talon. <clears throat> that was like a lot to start with, y'all. We love that girl, though. Yeah. Listen, I think sometimes too with ministry, we like complicate it. We're like, what does that even look like? I looked at the definition of ministry and it just means to attend to the needs of someone. I'm like, oh, that's actually so simple. Like all we're being asked to do is like look for needs around you and do something about it, you know? And it might not even be the perfect thing, but like just do something about it. And I actually do like love, like when I think of what I want my life to be, like I want it to be ministry. Like that's all I want it to be. Um, and this is one of the biggest reasons why I just remember... I was living in this place and there was this girl that we like knew was in our war, but like she hadn't like come or anything. And so we went to her house. She like lived in the forest, y'all kind of, not really. I just felt like it was the forest. Cause there was like trees everywhere. If you saw it, <laughs> I'll show you one day. If you in saw the middle it, of Provo, Utah. Yeah, but listen, if you saw it, you'd understand. I'll show you. There was just like trees everywhere. And I just remember we went in and she was like the sweetest girl. And we just chatted. We're like, can we be friends? And we had a little game night. We're like, can you come to game night with us? And she did. And it was fun. And she like started coming to church. And like then she made some like really, really like good friends at church. And they became like besties. And I just watched this girl who like honestly at first was like pretty like shy and like timid. Just like open up. Just like blossom, you know? And she just like started having all these connections and relationships and she started having all these cool experiences. And I felt like I just got to like sit and watch like her life be changed. And I've like thought about it since. And I'm like, I wonder how long she was waiting like in that house in the woods. It was the woods. Okay. Like I wonder like how long she was just waiting for somebody to like care enough to invite her. And this was like my favorite line by far from this talk. It says as followers of Jesus Christ, we seek to minister to others as he would because lives are waiting to change. And it just made me think like how many people are sitting in their house like right now, like how many people around you are just waiting for someone that actually cares, are waiting for someone that will see them, like are waiting for someone that will just be there for them. Okay, something that hit me as you're telling that story is like, 
you guys know how like when you when you meet someone and when just especially on the mission you kind of feel this but you're like man everyone has a story like everyone has like crazy stuff that they've been through and it's just so crazy because looking at this girl like she already had like like the wood like no pun with she her being in the woods but she had the wood she had like the the gas like heavenly father been putting that work in and all what was needed was to light a light a match mm. you guys just get up in there and then that quote and the you know for that change to happen like that changes how i'm thinking about my ministering right now like right now i'm like shoot maybe my people and me and not even just the people i minister to but like my friends like maybe someone just needs a little match i just need to check in a little bit more i need to go and check on them and i don't know i just love that story mm. love that principle okay talon or tj or anyone or like, anyone, like somebody else is going to answer. <laughs> Abby, um, come in on this one. Is Okay, this is my question. I'm not great at ministering. I'll just say it. I'll just own it. Like, I'm not the best at it. What would you be, like, your tip for, like, first step? Mm. If I say it, will you do it? Ooh, snap. Yep. Answer your question. You will? Question. Yeah. Okay, listen, this is, it's going to sound weird to some of you and it's going to sound like uncomfortable. This is all I want you to do. Next time you go home, you normally probably have a getting home routine. For TJ, he goes straight to the food. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, see? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Some of you go straight to your phone. Some of you go straight to change. I want the first thing you do when you go home to like stop and be like, okay, who needs some love right now? And then whoever it is, I want you to go immediately. And you might not even know what you're going to do, but I just want you to go there and I want you to see that person. Like, I think we complicate ministering so much. I think ministering is showing up. Mm. I, I think that's all it is. And I can't tell you like how many special experiences that I've had that it's like, okay, I'm going to get home. And for some reason, we like feel like we need to fill time always. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I have to like have my schedule so packed. But I'm like, I think ministering is actually getting home and just saying, I'm ready to go help someone. Like God, where do you want me to go? And it might not even be this big thought. It's literally just like, oh, first person to come to my mind is my neighbor two doors down. I'm going. And you knock on that door and you say, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that so weird and uncomfortable? Like it's different, but I think it's cool different. And it makes me think like I was teaching seminary and I was teaching Matthew 9. And one of the kids like raised his hand and he was like, I think that if Jesus had a planner, it would just say, help people have lunch help people. <laughs> That's actually the cutest thing I've like, ever heard. I want to have life. a planner. And I wanted to just say that. And it, like, I just think that you're right. Like, I think sometimes mm. we overcomplicate everything in life, not even just yeah. ministering, but we overcomplicate the fact that we feel so much FOMO about not having something to do every single second. Like literally, yeah. I'm just guilty of it. Like 20 minutes ago, I was like, dang, I don't have plans tonight. And this is Saturday night. And then I like literally texted. I was like, Hey, what are you doing? Like I just texted three people and I was like, what are you doing? Because I like, I like want something to do. And I was like, what if actually Jesus was like, wait, I actually didn't want you to have plans tonight because mm. I had plans for you, you know? And I think like, it made me think of like this. So I used to teach at one school and I got transferred. And after I got transferred, kids like graduated, whatever, it was a whole thing. And randomly one day, um, I got this FaceTime from these two girls. And like, I answered it and I was like, Hey, like, what's up? And they were like, Hey, and I, they were so excited. And then all of a sudden it was like Friday night and they were like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, I don't know what. And um, they were like, listen, we have a cheer competition tomorrow. And like, we, like, we wanted to invite you. 
And instantly I was just like, yes, like, of course, like I'll be there. Like no questions asked, like I'll be there. And, um, right after I said that one of the girls looked at the other one and said, see, I told you she always shows up. Oh, and I am not thing. kidding you. I was in a grocery store line and I legitimately started crying. I was like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Text me the address. And then I hung up because I literally had to start crying. Oh, and man. in my head, I was like, you know what? I hope that is how I'm always known. Mm. Like, I don't think I was worthy of that. Like when they said it, like, I think that like I, I, but I hope that like, that's what I live up to is like, oh, mm. I hope people know like, oh, she's always going to show up. You know, that was a cool way of saying, like, ministering is showing up. Mm. I'm just thinking, like, I mean, we did the video a few minutes ago, but for everybody, it will be a couple weeks ago. But, like, this is what we're talking about. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, you know, something crazy. It's just showing up. Mm. Like, it's just getting there. Like, we, um, I was over, you know, because sometimes families that you minister to are good at reaching out. Uh, but most of the time they don't because none of us like to reach out for help, right? And so we were over helping this one family that we ministered to, and I was kind of getting the scoop on different people that we ministered to and different people in the ward because we're kind of new. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you, you could just go, you could just go up in their house like right now, like just go right after this." And I had never like on the mission, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, easy." Real life. It's like a little bit different for me. Like I'm mm. working on that, you know. Yeah, because you're and, like, uh, what if it's awkward? You yeah, know? it's late. You know, they got mm. kids and. And we just pull up, knock on the door, come in, chat, talk about life, hear their stories. It's amazing. Mm. But I had to go and show up. Like I had to go. You just go. Yeah. Didn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Like we didn't plan something. We didn't bring ice cream or but we just pull up, talk. And I think ministering is so much more than like assignments. Like ministering is a way of living. And I want that to be my way of living. I had the weirdest experience on the train this week. I was like sitting on my like little seat. And the guy was like across the aisle and he sneezed like five times. And I looked at him and I was like, bless you. And that was like an invitation for him to start a 40 minute conversation. <laughs> the next thing he says to me after I say bless you is, hey, what do you do when like you're struggling in life? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like never met this man, never seen him. Um, and I like thought about it and it actually was like so simple to me. I'm like, I, I serve. Like that is the thing that has most helped me when I'm struggling. There's not a thing that has helped me like feel better about life. There's not a thing that has helped me heal more. Like there's not something that has done more for me than like taking time to think who can I do something for. And so I just, I don't know. I just, guys, I believe in it with my whole heart. Like the more you lose yourself, the more you find meaning, the more you find joy in your life. So good. I just want to, I just have to say this as you're talking, because oh, so many times for me, I'm like, there's things I want to do. There's ways that I want to minister. Like there's ways I want to live out that ministering, but I just don't do it. And you've talked about it. Like you just need to go do it. So I just want to say this for me, for us, anyone listening to us, here's your permission. Go and do it. Mm. <laughs> like go and send that text, make that call, make that FaceTime. Might Show be up to the door. Show up to the door. <laughs> go to their house. Go and do it right now. The person you're thinking about, the person that might need your help, the person that you think of later, like just go and do it. Like let's just do it. And us too. Let's just Amen. be more like talent. If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. If you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see, I'll be the light to guide you.
not what we're made of when we are called to help our friends in need. You can count on me like one, two, three, I'll be there. And I know when I need it, I can count on you like four, three, two, I'll be there. Cause that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a singer. I'm a singer, guys. Give it up a talent. See you next week. Yep, I did that.